right. I think I figured it out, but uh, I guess it dropped that last call when I was like trying to, I've never had to turn off my screensaver before because normally the apps that, you know, I'll be watching for an extended period of time, like YouTube or whatever, and they won't go off. Uh, but since, like, you know, it just goes black because it's Anchor, that's going to happen. Or I get it. I shit going on in the background or whatever. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. So, so my first question was, like, okay, where do you rank Parasite? Like, on 1 to 10? Yeah. Yeah. If you, uh, and then, okay, that's a good point because I also wanted to know, do you think that ranking and scoring hurts the critical analysis? Like, does that make it just lazy? Well, I mean, I don't think so. I, I think that ranking, I don't know, man. That's a that's a weird question. One that I'm probably not qualified to answer, but I'm going to give my opinion anyway. Uh, I, I don't think that it hurts it per se. I think that awards probably hurt critical analysis or even the like art form of it. If you're just making a movie to like win an award or something. Yeah, but then think about, I mean, just summing up a movie. Like if I just told you that I think The Godfather is at best an eight or a seven, a seven or an eight, right? And I didn't say anything to go along with that. I, I just think that that's kind of like, like when I watch YouTube reviewers, we're all, I feel like I'm just watching for the number for the letter, for whatever. I'm not watching for the actual view. Well, I maybe, I might have agreed with you, but then I started no, I watching this dude, Cosmonaut Variety Hour. You watch him? I fucking love that dude. He makes some great content. And he's like, I mean, he's obviously super biased and super, like, can be hyperbolic. He's like, this is why your movie sucks. Or it's like, he did a, uh, review on the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy and just a bunch of other movies that people are like loving and jerking off to and he's like oh this is why this movie sucks um, I think that uh, honestly I don't even think it would be ranking that's ruining it a ranking would be fine I think trailers, trailers are ruining movies yeah dude because I went into Parasite blind and I loved it. Not to say that I would have, mm-hmm. like, it would have changed my mind, but I had no idea what I was going to see. I honestly thought it was going to be, okay, like, that's, some that's horror really flick or something. Up, I have not seen any trailers for Parasite either. But... Yeah. And you want to go see it still, right? So there's the got to be something good seen, about it. Like, just, the, just the word of mouth is great for this movie. It's like... Not to compare it, but it, it's sort of like Paranormal Activity. Because I remember, I didn't see shit for Paranormal Activity. I just remember some dudes going to my class and being like, yo, that fucking movie is scary as shit. Like, they could not stop talking about that movie. And Parasite's been like the same experience. Like, people just coming into my job and being like, yo, dude, Parasite is the, like, that's that's the movie of 2019. Fuck everything. Fuck everything. Fuck Midsummer. Fuck The Lighthouse. It's it's parasite. I don't know. Josh said the lighthouse was dope in the best movie of twenty nineteen, but you know he's a he's a heavily weighted scale, I think, in in certain aspects. But he, he hasn't seen that? Parasite yet, so I don't think he, he can make that. that. There there can be what? Oh, okay. Josh, my old roommate. The my my current like test for whether or not i have any taste uh cinematically or not i think the witch is better um i think it's an amazing feat like what it did but but my main issue and this is i don't know if everyone's having the same problem with it but i just could not for the life of me some of the most emotionally compelling scenes i could not understand william defoe for a good portion of that movie like it's like he's talking. All right, you know, like in the does he have an accent or something? Puritan English, and I can't remember if I watched it with yeah. subtitles or without subtitles. I think I've watched it multiple times, like one with subtitles and one not with. And it's a bitch to get through without subtitles, but it's still able to. Like you can still watch the film without and still, you know, get it. But William Defoe, 
like the difference is, you know, they spend a lot of time drinking in this movie, like playing drunk. And goddamn, dude, like that's uh-huh. where some of the most emotionally complex and beautiful and just rounding scenes are coming at you. But it's hard to connect on a complete standpoint if you just cannot understand this character at all. Like, you know, if you're watching a foreign film, you have subtitles to help aid, like, the emotional attachment of what they're saying. But if you're just, you know, blindly hearing someone ramble and his passion, like, you can hear their tonality, it's still, like, you can't understand, so you can't fully connect, I think. And that was, like, my one gripe. I I still think that there should be subtitles in theaters, like maybe one showing or something, but like the closed captioning devices kind of suck and I'm not hearing impaired. Like, I mean, I, I can't hear that great. I've been to too many concerts, but like, like I need subtitles to like fully understand most shit. And especially like a lot of movies have, their dialogue on like a three and then everything else on like a 10. And so I'm like, what the hell is even going on right now? Preaching to the goddamn choir because watching that movie, like you just want to fucking connect. You just want to be like, fuck man, I want to be here on this fucking Island with you. And for a good portion you are, you really are. But I just don't understand what these fucking critics, like did they see it with subtitles? Why the fuck do they love this movie more than I do? Like, I really wanted to love this movie. And did you, like, like when people are just saying, like, what are they seeing? You know, I just really want to know. I just want to know if they can just connect with someone based on tonality and that's all they need. Or if they just have a better understanding of, like, old sailor English or... Like, I just... (laughs) I don't know if that's the case. It's so weird. Like, it's... It's like you just don't like the popular thing. And I've been in that position. I haven't seen an episode of Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad. And I'm cool with that. And I'm cool with not being that guy. But I don't want to be that guy with the lighthouse. Like, I want to fucking love this movie. So it's like, fuck. You know? (laughs) But aren't you that guy in a way by not seeing those things? Like, aren't you that, like, contrarian guy? Like, basically, the average Redditor that's like, oh, I've never watched an episode of Game know. of Thrones. I mean, and everyone's like, good yeah, for you, fuck off. Not like, all right, don't define me by that. Like, don't define, like, there's much, I don't want to be defined by, like, things I don't watch. You know, like, that's like, I would never, okay, I just put it out, like, that I don't watch those two things. But I also, you know, I've seen Star Wars. I don't get people that say they've never seen Star Wars. So I'm, like, part of that demographic, too, you know? Is... Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's different if it's like you watched it and it's not for you. Oh. But the fact to oh, not no, watch it at all. I've seen, an episode, I think I've seen episodes of Game of Thrones and I've seen episodes of Breaking Bad. Oh. Yeah, I know. I've tried it. Like, changes. The reason I can't watch Breaking Bad or I didn't watch Breaking Bad was because it took him way too fucking long to kill that dude in the basement. And it was just boring the fuck out of me. Like, it was boring as shit to watch this guy. Just accept that he had to kill this dude in the basement. Come on, dude. That's some of the best character development in TV for that time. He hasn't fully broken bad. That's why the title is Breaking Bad, the act of Breaking Bad, you know? He's, like, not gone to the dark side yet. And at the end, he's a total fucking monster. So, like, the whole thing is a slow descent into his madness or his, like, being the evil guy. Where, like, that's why it takes so long. He's, like, still coming to terms with it. He's, like, I don't really... He's got, like, one foot okay. in both and worlds. That's fair. But I think there's been better portrayals of that that I've seen. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was a total Breaking Bad fanboy when it came out. But honestly, now that it's been a while and that I watched Better Call Saul, I now, think now Better Call Saul is better now, who's that than Breaking Bad. <laughs> I think I think I think that's a kind of unpopular opinion. I think a lot of people are still like yeah, sucking like, on that Breaking Bad D. That's, that's quality redditor hipster right there. Like that's you you think that better call. I, I, I love Bob Odenkirk. Give me more Bob Odenkirk. You know that's that's really where it lies for me. Don't get me wrong. 
Brian Cranston is phenomenal, but like I'm not Paul a big fan of Aaron Paul. Yeah, I think he kind of just like lucked out. I'm not saying that he's a bad actor, oh, no, but I'm not good. saying that I like, like him as an actor. Other actors, do you think that like lucked out? Like immediately, I'm sorry, but Brandon Fraser. I just think Brandon Fraser like really lucked out, and David Schwimmer. I, David Schwimmer. I think I. I don't know. The before I totally would have agreed with you, but the more sets I worked on, the more I was like, you know, there even goes. There, there's like something that goes into just being like, like that kind of person on screen, and it may not seem to like the layman or the un, un, uninitiated mm-hmm. that there's like any effort going in, but. I don't. I don't know. Is there? Is the audio no, okay? Because it sounds like there's a lot of feedback there, on my end. It's not like you know. Yeah, I feel like we're bringing good content. We're doing game good breaking so far. I hope so. Do you think we should actually post this on mine, or do you think we should make a new one, like totally unrelated, yeah, I mean, either and or. start fresh I think, like, from scratch? Good, like, like this is us just working the muscles. This is us stretching. We're not even training yet. We're just stretching. You know, we're just. We're flexing on the hose. You know, we're in the big mirror. We're flexing on them. getting that stretching. That good fat shit. Okay, okay. Um, I, I don't know. I really do think there's a lot that goes into, even if you're just playing yourself, there's a lot that goes into playing yourself, you know, in front of a camera. It's all well and good when you're, like, sitting on your couch and being like, oh, I could act better this, than this guy. But then when that fucking huge-ass lens gets in your face and you're like, oh, wait mm-hmm. a second, and you freeze up and you can't even deliver one line, I think, you know, there's something to be said about people that have worked continuously, whether it's not they have the right – or whether or not it's that they have the right connections or it's just that they like have okay, something that, that other people I, don't have. Is there not still a part of you that thinks like, okay, maybe this person like, like as an actor, you have to look at another actor and be like, at some point, fuck man. I mean, I could have done that. I could have done that. Give me 10 million, you know, per episode. I could have done whatever the fuck Big Bang Theory is doing. Well, I honestly used to think like that, but I really don't think like I could do that. Like I could do my own interpretation of that, but I don't think I could have done that exact thing. And who's to say if they put me in there that the show would even be as much of a See, success I got a Kanye, as it is now. And that you know? little Kanye is like, no, nah, yeah, fuck, I could have done that. Like I could have. It's not everyone, you know. I'm, I can't. I can't say I can do whatever the friends did. I can't say I can do whatever. Um. Sheldon does on Big Bang Theory. You know, there are certain examples that, you know, I just can't, I can't lie to myself. But if I'm looking at, I don't know, fucking. Yeah, what's an example of what you could do Uh, better than what's been done? You think so? You think you could do better than Scott Pilgrim? I I love Wind Waker. For example, okay, that's my favorite Legend of Zelda game. I think that's bar none best Zelda game ever. Just won't put that on the record. But come on, dude, a, a bassist who is like having terrible time trying to break up with someone and then uh, kind of just rebounds immediately and is also kind of a shitty person throughout and then like eventually kind of learns self-respect. I mean, you don't think you could have done a great job playing Scott Pilgrim? I think I could have, but I don't know if it would have come across that well, because I feel like, you know, when you're younger, excuse me, when you're younger, you kind of feel like you have this, you're like Scott Pilgrim journey. But then I think that's part of the magic is that it's like applies to so many fuck boys out there that they're like, oh, that was me. You know, I see myself in this character. I could have done this better. But it's like he put his own special little spin on it. Plus, I don't think I look apathetic enough. Like, Michael Sarah has a fucking, look. Like, it's a face. It's just a face. Yeah, he looks like a turtle, bro. He's he looks like, like a baby turtle, a and you want to feel bad you know, for him. I could have bunny super bad. Dude, I don't know. Jonah Hill kind of nailed that role one and two. Has been kind of doing pretty good since then. 
good for Jonah Hill, I think. Mid nineties is good. No, mid nineties. Mid nineties is pretty dope. Mid nineties is not groundbreaking. Bro, I felt that shit like on some kind of other level. Like I I was like, man, I was this kid like pretending I knew how to skateboard and smoking cigarettes to fit in with my friends. I just think that, you know, again, I've seen better better portrayals. And not to be not to be rough on Jonah Hill, you know, mid nineties. I don't know. I I had moments too where I was like, fuck man, this is a really good it's like a way more digestible kids. You know. Like kids just made me feel really shit. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Kids and Requiem for a Dream, both I walk away from both movies feeling the same, like like just disgusted. Yeah, I I don't know. Here's the thing. I've really like shift like shifted like who I am mm-hmm. in the past like I don't know three or four years. Whereas like four years ago, I would totally shit on anything and everything and be like, oh, this is fucking garbage. Like, how did they even make this shit? But now that I've even had like a little taste of like how much effort goes into even making something that to me is subpar, like I have a lot more respect for everything that's been made. Even if it might oh, not no, necessarily could, deserve it. I, I just listen to Jesus is King and I cannot agree with that. <laughs> Did you like Jesus is King? Wait, 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 what? What about Jesus, Jesus is King? King and I, I can't agree with that. Okay. I think there are some things that, you know, sure, everything has a certain creative outlet. Like, for example, you know, what we're doing right now is like making a podcast. Obviously, it's with shitty audio quality and whatever, but we're putting it out and it is what becomes of it becomes of it but that doesn't mean that it has to like live on forever in like some kind of art form like some things should be practiced and something should be like made but fucking like why I don't know why should we why should we put out something if we don't feel totally confident behind it like Jesus King should not have come out over Yandi did you listen to like the leaks of Yandi I don't know. Jesus King is on some bullshit, but so is Kanye. Like, he's on some other shit, dude. He's on, I don't know what drug he's on, but I mm-hmm. I would probably try it if I got my hands on it. It's probably the drug called success and money, you know? And, and I haven't had either of those, really, so I couldn't really tell. But it's like, it, it seems like Kanye is like a different person every, no, so, like, two years. So like, but you now know? it's just like, back then he put, like, at least out good music. And yeah. I could let Kanye do whatever because even at the end of the day, like Life of Pablo, I'm still fucking with. I'm still like, okay, this is some damn shit. But good is subjective because you know me. I'm a I'm a Kanye hater. I haven't liked anything like really past Not even graduation. You hate that shit? No, I hated that Wait, shit. You hate that shit? Yes, it is totally. What about? It is a hundred percent not for me. I, you know how sometimes, like you can't really describe it. It just you don't vibe with it. That's how I feel about it. And I don't know if it's like a preconceived notion that I went into it with, or if I just have like a chip on my shoulder against Kanye or what it is. But it just I don't vibe with it. You like what? Let me guess. You like rodeo, right? Uh. You don't like Rodeo from Travis Scott? No. Sound like you might. Sound like you do. Are you gone? My mind's on one. All right. Yeah. Oh, still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Sorry, what were you saying? Morgan was calling me on the phone. Um. Fuck. What was I saying? Fuck. What was I saying? I felt like it was important. Now I just literally had like a rodeo. Line. Rodeo. You don't like Travis Scott's rodeo? No. But I'm not a fan of Travis Scott either. Okay. What about? 
Do you like clipping? What'd you say? Clipping. No. Damn. All right. No, you're not. I can't get through to you. That's not no. it. No. <laughs> I, uh, I just... I don't know. I uh, I have particular tastes, and I don't. I don't feel like, you know, this is something I used to say all the time. Like this is bad, but it's like it's so fucking subjective that everyone has their own opinion on it. You know, maybe some some things are like objectively bad, but even then, there's someone out there that's gonna like it. I mean, I feel bad, but like, oh fucking. My be- like it's it's just so weird to me that you don't like that album like based upon all the conversations we've had like all the music we've discussed like like that's turn off the bright lights right there my man like that's that's, <laughs> that's that good shit right there I don't know about all that but I'll take your word for it I mean I'll you know what I'll give it a re-listen but I don't I just if I feel a certain way about something in the beginning you know maybe I don't give it the chance that it really deserves. Maybe. Cause like, okay, if we're, if we're breaking, if we're ranking Kanye's albums on, in terms of like good early 2000s post-punk bands, like college dropout is definitely silent alarm by block party. Late registration is room on fire. Um, graduate. No, no, no. Late registration is whatever people say. And that's what I'm not. <laughs> Graduation is um, is room on fire, and my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is for sure. Like turn off the bright lights, like that is. I I, I die by that statement. Uh, well, I mean, if that's your hill to die on, I guess. But look, I think we're digressing too far from where we originally started out, which I'm totally fine with. But I do want to circle back to. Parasite, because I never gave it a rating. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> I also think that I think that it's unfair or like kind of difficult to give things a rating after one viewing, because at least recently, what I've been trying to do is when I watch a movie the first time, I want to just watch the movie, and then the second time, then I'll like break it down and make my like real decisions about it, because I don't think it's like possible to even give a movie a rating based off of one viewing i think you can if if it's like that's what you do if that's like your job because at some point you're just gonna know excuse me what to look for you know like what because there's movie critics like they they i'm sure just have to watch a movie one time like they can't afford or no they probably watch a movie more than once bro there's no way and if they do only Excuse me. If they do only watch it one time, then that is definitely then the rating system is fucked and is messing everything up. Mm, mm, twisting, twisting. Because I I really do think that it's like maybe with some movies, maybe with like The Lion King, like the new version, you can watch it one time and give it a rating, or the new Aladdin or something like that. Like with these like kind of frilly popcorny movies like uh Hobbs and Shaw like you can watch that and be like yeah eight out of ten great movie you know it's nothing new but it like it did what it promised and it was a fun to watch movie mm-hmm. but like with a movie that has like even the slightest bit of nuance which even those movies probably have nuance to other people um like I, I feel like it's unfair to judge it of, like one viewing true true it's like, how, how can you, as a consumer, watch something that took, like, hundreds of man hours to make and then in the two-hour runtime, like, come to a conclusion? I feel you, like, I, I feel you, but that's why I feel like some people, like, I feel like some critics really do just watch things or listen to things, like, one time. Like, I'm sure, I don't know how many times, you know, Anthony Fantano listens to an album, but I'm sure he doesn't listen to an album every album at least twice. Like there has to be some albums that are getting listened to like once. But don't you think that's a little like disingenuous? And yeah. don't you think that yeah. like that's why I think the rating system is fucked? Because don't you like, think Melonhead's like way about going things, or even his rise to fame is kind of ushered in a new like era of like like shittiness? It's like. 
who is this dude to be passing judgment on other people, like other people's like life work, you know, maybe it's not their life work, but it's like they poured their blood, sweat and tears in it. And then this fucking bald meme dude is like, Oh, it's garbage. I, I can't just on Anthony. Cause he follows me on Twitter and that's like my <laughs> one claim to fame. And I got, I got to hold that shit on. I got, um, I can't get that shit up. But, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, bro. No, nah, man, we're gonna keep that same energy. Fuck it, <laughs> fuck it. If you want, I will. I, I just, I just think that it's uh, like you really, you can't. Maybe it's different, but like with a book, you know, you're spending like 300 pages with all the plot developing and everything, so you can kind of like rate a book after reading it one time. But even then, I like to read books more than once to kind of get the feel for them. I'm not going to read them back to back, mm-hmm. but like I'll pick a book up after a few months and be like, okay, I don't like this book as much as I did initially, or I like this book more than I did, or you know, I like this book the same amount. But with a movie, it's like so quick that it's like, at least for me, I feel like I don't even process half the shit in a movie in my first watching. No. And I, I fucking... That's why, again, I think the racism is fucked because I think there should be a stronger emphasis on discourse. Like, what did the movie make you feel? Like, eliminate the rating system. Like, just make it solely that you have to provide me a synopsis or your opinion. So I don't have something to just fucking aim for and look at and go, okay, three out of five stars, boom. That's, that's their message. Fuck everything else they said. Like, when you see that number reflected it just eliminates it really takes out the need to to digest what you personally feel about the movie oh yeah and honestly i mean i'm guilty of this sometimes too i'll look at a rating and i won't even give a movie a chance based on that alone same and that's true and i've seen great movies that i passed over that someone was like you gotta watch this and i was like oh shit that was actually pretty good you know yeah but like i don't even think like, even if I were to rate a movie, like, I know, I think you were jerking it to Joker, weren't you? No, I haven't seen Joker yet. Okay, a lot of people I know are jerking off to that movie, and if I had to rate it right now, overall, I'd give it a 6 out of 10. I would give, I would give the cinematography and the score, like, an 8.5 or 9 out of 10, but the overall movie, I'd give a 6 out of 10. Joaquin Phoenix performance. I would give him like a 8.5 or a 9 out of 10. Because it was, he's awesome in it. It's like two hours of Joaquin Phoenix, like interpretive dancing. And I'm like here for that. I really just want to see the movie for more so Zazie Beats. Like that is my fucking wife. Zazie, if you're listening, please, for the love of God, give me a chance. I will. She's pretty good in it. I'm not going to lie. She's pretty good. So fucking beautiful. So I just, uh, and and I'm going to go back to this, but it's, like, hard for me to even get the, like, I can get what the movie was, like, trying to say on a very, like, like, in-your-face level, but, like, I don't get a lot of the other shit until I watch a movie a second time. Like, I don't go to a movie with a notepad and, like, I'm breaking down and writing down everything so that I, like, can, like, you know like overanalyze it after the movie's over. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm, I'm there first and foremost to be entertained. Like I want to sit there and enjoy this movie. I like movies because it takes me out of my life. And sometimes like it can happen like in the negative or positive way, but it feels like you're getting extra time. You know, when you watch a movie and you're like, this movie is long as fuck mm-hmm. and it's like two hours, but you felt like it was three hours. I feel like you're kind of cheating time. Like Suspiria? Uh, yeah, dude. That movie was long as fuck in a good way, though. See, the thing I also love about Suspiria is that, like, none of the major reviewers that I look at on YouTube reviewed it. Like, Chris Stuckman didn't. Jeremy Johns didn't. Um, good amount of people did not review that movie. And I think that's what made me, like, even more so confident in my opinion on the movie. Like, because there was no one else to be like, oh, this movie is this. Or, there was no rating to it. You know, just up to me to discourse it. Even Killing of a Sacred Deer, I would kind of, uh, I would liken Parasite to Killing of a Sacred Deer. Like, not, not, maybe even genre-wise, but uh, 
just the fact that like actually probably parasite made me more i felt so awkward and uncomfortable like i was having an anxiety attack during that movie really dude there is some moments that movie it, it like towards the very end i like had to check my clock i was like okay how much longer is going of this because there's a certain part and i can't really say anything without spoiling it but there's a certain part where i'm just like checking my watch like okay there's got to be only 20 minutes left like i don't know how much more of this i can stand damn okay i'm Dude, so i'm so worried to watch this it's totally worth seeing but i really 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 think that the reason why i enjoyed it so much is because i had only seen stills like i hadn't seen a trailer for it i think a trailer excuse me kind of would have ruined it for me and i think trailers kind of ruin movies nowadays because if it's a funny movie they give away all the good jokes in the in the trailer and if it's an action movie they you see most of the cool shit in the trailer like unless you're going to see something like i don't know john wick where it's like the whole thing is fucking non-stop adrenaline like it kind of ruins the movie yeah but then how do you how do you get people in the seats I mean, how do they get people in the seats anyway? Do you think you think most people are just going based off the trailer? A lot of people go just off hype alone or off of, you know, name recognition, like be it the director or one of the actors or whoever it might be. I think this is, this is why I think we should still get trailers, but not full length trailers, like just teaser trailers, like something to just make you want to just sum that movie up in 30 seconds. Yeah, that's that's all you need without like giving away too much and enticing enough for us to want to see the movie. Is those thirty seconds? I don't know about thirty seconds, but it's like maybe just pick some cool stills and have like a decent review of it, like or not even a review, like a synopsis. Like I just honestly need one or two pictures to really get me into it, and then like I don't know two sentences synopsis or like three, maybe a paragraph synopsis of like what the movie, like what the plot is. That's, that's your end. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, dude, I seriously do watch some animes just based off the art style alone. Yeah. I saw Akira only because of that fucking image of him walking up to the red motorcycle. Like that shit is so iconic. Can we talk about how Akira is not even a good anime movie? Like, it's beautiful, but it's, like, you know it's, like, way longer. Like, the source material, there's so much more than the movie. Like, the movie kind of smashed everything together. Yeah. So, it's, like, I, I don't think Akira really deserves this, like, lofty title of one of the greatest anime movies of all time. No, I mean, okay. I think Ninja Scroll is a better anime movie than Akira. Came out around the same time. I think Perfect Blue is a better anime movie than Akira. Perfect Blue. Anything by Satoshi Kon is gonna be better. Um, you didn't agree with Ninja Scroll though. Why? Ninja Scroll is the first anime I ever watched, but I do agree that it's better than Akira. Okay. Really? That that's the first anime you watched? Yeah, because I, I went into Blockbuster and it was like right on the end cap. Like, uh, so the Blockbuster near me, like right when you walked in, mm-hmm. you could walk about five feet. And then on the right hand side, there was the anime aisle. Mm-hmm. And then like the first thing that caught my eye, because a lot of the um, covers back then didn't have art. So it, w- it had a like it had art on the front from like a DVD case or like a VHS case. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them just said Blockbuster, you know? Yeah. And then had, like, the, like, printed label, like, underneath it. But Ninja Scroll had, like, box art. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'll watch this. This looks dope. How old were you? <sighs> I don't know. I want to say young, but I honestly, like, it's so hard for me to remember, like, um, like let's under, see. Under 10? Yeah, definitely. I was going to say eight or nine. Holy shit. So you saw Ninja School at eight or nine. Yeah, but my parents were like, I could rent, like, if it was anime, it didn't count in their minds. You know what I'm saying? 
Oh man, that's beautiful. Uh, except for that, the fact that I couldn't watch The Simpsons, but like I got away with watching a lot of anime that like I probably shouldn't have been watching, like Ninja Scroll, like fucking Ninja. Yeah, and then I didn't even get that deep into anime until like a little bit later on. Well, all right. What was your starter anime? What was the anime you first saw was Ninja Scroll? What was the anime that kind of got you interested? What's the anime that made you love anime? And what's the anime that just got you hooked? I think I think the anime that uh, like got me interested was I mean this is probably the same for everyone around our age, but Dragon Ball Z mm-hmm. was like. That I was watching at the time where I was like, this is dope. Like Dragon Ball Z and Cowboy Bebop, because I remember like watching them on Toonami. Mm-hmm. But then the anime that got me like stoked on anime was Naruto. And then I was like, oh, fuck this shit. It's way too long. And then I went back and rewatched it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the anime that got me like, like the, the, mwah, like the Italian chef kiss. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Either either Paranoia Agent or uh, Tekken Kingdom. Like those both really like hit me. Different, you know, like until that point, I wasn't like like oh, anime is like a valid medium. It's like oh, I like anime. Like I'm a weeb otaku kind of guy. Mm-hmm. But then I saw those movies. I was like, all right, fuck anime. Anime can be something else. Like it doesn't have to be this like fan service bullshit. Or, like, big three, like, bullshit. Like, it could actually be something good. Okay. All right. I fuck with that. that. That's such an interesting charter. You got Ninja Scroll, Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, Paranoia Agent. Like. Dude, that shit was dope. Have you seen it? Hell yeah, bro. Of course I've seen Paranoia Agent. It's not in, like, my category but paranoid agent was like one that really struck me yeah it fucks you up and it's got a dope soundtrack and i was really like i've been trying to get my hands on uh like a copy of it for a long time Mm -hmm. like i can download it but i want to own the physical copy but it is like expensive as hell okay that's what yeah yeah i think it's print or something so it's like super expensive all right i feel that all right let me hard for me to like like you know pinpoint one i've watched so much anime that sometimes it kind of blends together and i've been watching like excuse me anime seasonally for like the past five years so that means like every fucking season i start like 10 new anime and i don't always keep up with them like i probably keep one or two so it's like watch like I don't know, probably like a hundred plus anime in the past like two years. God damn, dude. I need to catch up. But not to completion all of them. Like I only complete a certain amount of them because some of them I'm just like, this fucking sucks. Um, like I'll give I'll give anime like two or three episodes. I mean, if I get a recommendation for someone, then I'll give it like five or ten. Mm-hmm. Like most animes, 10, 10 episodes is like half of the whole thing, you know? Some of them are only like 23 to 26 episodes, mm-hmm. and some of them are 12 episodes. So it's like, unless I, it like came highly recommended, I'm not, really, I'm not really fucking with it if I'm not, you know, feeling it past the first three episodes. Yeah, you're starting to break up now. Oh, really? Yeah. What about now? No, now you're good. Now you're good. Okay, it's because I was trying to walk inside. I'm oh. hot as hell, and I was trying to walk inside because I was visiting Morgan at work. Oh, you're a good person, man. Yeah, jury's still out on that one, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> that sound you made before that is fucking. I mean, I'm not even halfway through life, so there's still time for it to go either way. For sure. I mean, look. I think you are the most. To me, when I think like you are synopsis, you are synonymous with the word lovable. You think so? Hell yeah! I think you're the most lovable person I I know. Like lovable or hateable? It's like either love me or you hate me. I'm on those. Like I'm on team love film. Like yeah, 
I, I would like to be a little more palatable to everyone, but you know, I guess if I'm uh, being my air quotes truest self, then I don't really give a fuck if people like me or not. There you go, man. There you go. It's whatever, you know. All right, I'm going to have to call it quits on this one. I feel you. But goddamn, I'm so happy we did this. My my sound keeps going in and out. I don't know if I'm getting a notification or what. Can you say something again? Yeah. Okay, so wait, what were you going to say real quick? Do, were you trying to give your anime shits? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, uh, fuck, I forgot the only question. Okay, it's starter anime... I, no, no, no. It was first anime, uh-huh. and then it was, like, anime that you, like, like got into, mm-hmm. and then anime that, like, you were like, oh, I'm really about this, and then Game Changer anime. Okay, so first anime was Tenchi Muyo. Uh, I remember that was, like, the first anime that was like, holy shit, I, I love this, and I love this evil space cat bitch, like... <laughs> that, that woman like literally set the precedent for all the type of woman that I like. Like, I don't even remember. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Shouts out to her. Um, huh. <laughs> then my starter anime was, you know, like you said, Dragon Ball Z. Same. It's gotta be, bro. It's like everyone our age. That's like the anime. That's like it's a gateway anime. Yeah. No. It's it's the weed of anime for fucking sure. Um, bro, out here giving weed a bad rap, bro. Holy shit. <laughs> um, um, game cha- no, not game changer, but um, interested in- that you're in into. So, this is gonna be a left field one, but uh, serial experiment lane. Oh, god, that's like the edgy anime. That's like you remember Josh Thomas, that's the anime that he would say. <laughs> Uh, we've never talked about Serial Experiment Lane, but I'm sure I'm fucking sure. Like we I mean, he probably doesn't even like it, but like that just like I get that vibe from that anime and from him. <laughs> I mean, like you could have said that or like Steins Gate, and I would have said the same thing. That's fair, but like okay, you seen Serial Experiment Lane though, right? Okay, I don't like specifically what it is about that anime that got me really interested, and I'm kind of embarrassed to say this, but not even the plot. It was that opening theme song a it was the only one that was like in english so i could understand it which made me like someone that's kind of getting into anime all of a sudden it's like whoa you know the first song is this like really moving like jewel like song and then it's like really about this person just feels alone and i think at that age like it's really easy because it's not you're not a teenager yet so you don't have any like hormone adrenaline to like be angsty I've seen I've seen old pictures of you. I I know I know your backstory. Yo, goddamn! <laughs> <laughs> that was a burn. Yeah, th- this is all lining up. Okay, so and then what was it? Uh, Game changer anime. Yeah, Inuyasha. Oh my god! I gotta go, and that's us uh, signing off. Do we have a name yet? Wait, you wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why the shade on Inuyasha? You were you were sitting up to watching Inuyasha? No, I wasn't. Honestly, not at the time. I mean, I've watched it, but it ain't it ain't my uh, my favorite thing. No, at the, I mean, some people had Outlaw Star. Some people honestly, had... I totally and I feel bad saying this, but I totally forgot about Outlaw Star. But that probably was one of that that could be a contender for game changer for me. Because I remember me and my friend would run around his apartment complex and pretend that we were, like, in Outlaw Star. And that was, like, huge for me. Like, I remember watching Trigun, and I didn't really vibe with it at the time. I was, like, too young and too dumb. Um, But then Outlaw Star... What'd you say? You... God damn it, you remind me so much of that character. (laughs) Wait, which character? That's the Stampede. Oh, okay, okay, because you broke up a little bit. Yeah, dude, I love Vash now, but, like, when I was a kid, I, I wasn't vibing with it. But then I saw, what are their fucking names? Gene, Jet, Gene, and someone else. Gene and, uh... I forgot. I don't remember what the other dude's name was, but me and my friend would take turns being the cool guy, you know? Mm-hmm. The Spike Lee, basically. And, uh... 
like that that should have been one of the ones that I said was a game changer for me or Gateway because I remember liking that a lot and I remember being really emo and liking Big O a lot. I was like, oh, this is dope. It's like Batman with Mecha. Okay. No, honestly, Big O. No, I wouldn't put Big O there. I would put Game Changer is such a hard one because there there's like a synopsis. Like there's a bunch. No, it's not just Inuyasha, but Full Metal Alchemist. For sure is in there. That if we're if we're talking like game changer overall, then yeah, probably Full Metal Alchemist or maybe something like Redline the movie, like because of how visually stunning it was, I was like, oh shit. Cause you know, sometimes I like wax and wane with anime. I mean I haven't for a while, but like at least at least from like sixteen to twenty five, mm-hmm. maybe even twenty four, I was kinda like in and out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh but Full Metal Alchemist definitely brought me back in because of a girl. And then uh, Redline did as well. Red, um, I think Interested, though, like the one that like made me just hooked, I can't think of any other anime to say except for Fully Cooling. Like, Fully You know, that didn't, that didn't like hook me at the time. Like, now I love it, but like it didn't... I. It wasn't speaking to me like it should have. I don't know if I was missing the life experience or if I was, like, too out of touch with my emotions or what it was, but... Oh, it's... I mean, when I first saw it, I remember I think I was the age of Nauta. I was, like, 12 or 13. And um, I remember I loved that anime so much that I, I couldn't finish watching. Like, I couldn't wait a week to watch a new episode. I had to go to movie stop with my dad and like ask him to buy me like the entire collection, which is, you know, three discs, but um, yeah, <laughs> um, I like couldn't, like, I just could not wait. Like I remember that feeling of, I need to know what happens. Like I never experienced such closeness with a character, you know, before or since then with now to like, that was, that just felt like a kindred spirit right there. And uh yeah, that's what anime that made me go, okay, anime is we're out now. Madoka getting crushed. Samurai Champloo getting crushed. Fucking this ugly yet beautiful world getting crushed. Yeah, I, I didn't even mention things like uh Champloo or um Fruit Baskets. The big animes at the time, because it's just like I uh I don't know. They, they they definitely I loved them, but they didn't hit me the same way, you know. Yeah. No, not like a fruit. You know. Oh, oh, we were talking about English dubbed animes and bad ones. I totally forgot to say Afro Samurai. That is is a, is a bad dub or a good dub? It's a good dub. Oh, okay. I was gonna be like, wait, that's good. Yeah. No, Afro Samurai I think is the one claim to fame like everyone says boondocks and it's like we all know that boondocks is not an anime like it's stylized like an anime but it's not an anime but Afro Samurai is like black excellence anime at its fucking finest did you watch that one that I told you to uh, Gunbusters no I have not seen Gunbusters it's pretty dope and it's uh I, I think it's pretty like black excellence but then again, I don't really have the right to say that, you know? I mean, look, you invited to the cookout. Is it? Is there black people in the anime? <laughs> yeah, no, no. The main character, the two main characters are black. Okay, see? That's, and they're not, like, drawn with stereotypical big lips? No, 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 no. The dude has a fro, but, like, uh, like they're obviously, they're obviously black. Okay. Because, all right, there's a part of My Hero Academia that, like, makes me really uncomfortable, and it's the guy who like eats has a sugar rush and he gets like power is he black like and i am i only thinking that because of his lips and has like years of watching anime treat black characters making me think like that now like it's very uncomfortable watching him because i go through that dialogue of like okay is popo racist popo is hella racist like (laughs) (laughs) popo like, that's how great Dragon Ball Z is. You know, you got to think about that. Like, black kids swear up and down about Dragon Ball Z. And that's despite having the most single-handed racist image in all of anime is Mr. Popo. 
Well, you know, Asian people are like hella racist, right? Yeah, they are. But like, think about that. Think about like the level of greatness that Dragon Ball Z has to accomplish in order for, and not only to get a pass for Mr. Popo, but to still be loved in spite Mr. Popo. Like, I am fully aware of Mr. Popo, and I still fuck with Dragon Ball Z. But is is Dragon Ball Z great? Or was it the time that made it great? Like, was it just how it slid into everyone's DMs at the perfect moment? Like, because I watch Dragon Ball Z now, and I'm like, bro, this shit sucks past, like, like even, even the Cell Saga is kind of shitty. Oh, of course. But, like, the thing is, Dragon Ball Z set the precedent. They set the whole entire precedent. Like, we can say it's shitty now. Just, like, I can look at Inuyasha and be like, it's shitty now. It's because, like, things have been proven so much. Like, all right, we're comparing, like, you know, animes of that era. Yu Yu Hakusho is obviously the better of the two. It holds up way better. It still has amazing character development. It still has amazing art design. It still has amazing opening theme songs. Like, Yu Yu Hakusho is easily better anime. But Dragon Ball Z is just so, I think, iconic in terms of how they just treated, like, their characters at the time. You know, Goku... Goku is, you know, to me, way more important than Superman. I don't give a fuck about Superman. Okay, this is this is how I would break it down. Dragon Ball Z is Hollister, and Inuasha is, like, Hot Topic. Ugh. It is, though! Inuasha is, like, so unnecessarily edgy. Like, all the edgy emo kids I know loved and sweared by Inuyasha and Inuyasha created a generation of theory- furries you know you're not lying you're not lying you're not lying but okay and fruit baskets is uh, bath and body works <laughs> like it just makes you feel good whenever you walk in like even if you have no intention of staying there like you just wanna just wanna vibe out real quick uh, alright and that's been two guys talking about anime that intended to talk about movies. Yeah. Yo, this is, again, this is great. All right. First episode in the bag. Love you, bro. Love you, bro. I'll talk to you later. For sure. For sure. Peace. Peace.